Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. What happens when other people's ideology affect our lives? Damage our lives. As the CDC reverses course on masks, K-12, they should all be wearing masks. Indoors, you should be wearing masks. And it wasn't just the CDC. Los Angeles was before the CDC. St. Louis, I believe, was before the CDC. You now have Washington, D.C. will require masks in all indoor settings. Applies to everyone over the age of two, vaccinated or unvaccinated. If you're vaccinated and you need a mask, there was no need for the vaccine. You were lied to, right? That's not me actually saying that. That's what I believe people are saying all across the country. When they say, I got I got the vaccine so I didn't have to wear the, the, the fakakta stupid thing. And now I got to wear the thing. What was the point? Man, I'm a sucker. I'm a dope. I'm a fool. The question is, did the CDC get it right? Considering the amount of things that have been gotten wrong, considering the numbers, the multitude of failures that have been shown on sharing information with we the people, did they get this right? And does the vaccine do anything against the Delta variant? And is it really something we're supposed to get worked up on, uh, worked up about? Is, is there a difference between the, the transmissibility of a variant and the deadliness of a variant, I argue. Yes, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-468-8669. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Phil Kirpin joins us. He is at Kirpin, K-E-R-P-E-N, on the Twitter box. He heads up American Commitment. He is not a doctor. But no one does a better job in breaking down the data and going through the exhaustive amounts of numbers that are out there to get to what it is that really is affecting us and whether or not we are all playing on the, uh, the same game with the same data. And Phil, I appreciate you taking the time. The CDC puts out this recommendation. We have now heard that the recommendation is based on studies, it seems, from India regarding vaccines that aren't for use in the United States. Is this true or is this not? What did the CDC actually say and are they right or wrong? Well, uh, great to be with you again, Tony. They, um, they basically said, we thought vaccinated people wouldn't transmit the virus. Now we think vaccinated people do transmit the virus. Uh, and they based this on what they said was unpublished data, which they won't let anyone see. Uh, and a couple of studies, uh, one of them preprint of Houston data that hasn't been peer-reviewed, uh, one of them some Israel data, and then the big one that they sort of hung their hat on was this study from India that you mentioned that um, was not a study in people. It was in, it was in test tubes. It was in a lab, uh, and it was using vaccines that we don't use in the United States, and that one actually failed peer-reviewed. It was rejected in peer review, and it's in currently being revised. And so that was the uh, groundbreaking new evidence on which they uh, changed their recommendation. And the insane thing about all of this is they've really never had very good evidence that the masks have any significant effect on transmission. Uh, they've got some very weak 
mechanistic studies that show that it might, uh, you know, with mannequins and that kind of thing, although I think they get the particle size wrong for aerosol transmission. And they've got these sort of ecological studies where they compare different areas that have different policies, but those you get opposite results depending on what endpoints you use. And so, you know, here we are 18 months into this, and we have the vaccines that we know are pretty effective at stopping, uh, you know, serious disease and death. And so we've got a way to really significantly limit uh, the negative impact of this thing. And we're still going back to this sort of pseudoscience of putting a piece of fabric on your face is going to have some big effect. And in fact, they seem to be saying you'll have a bigger effect than the vaccine. Right. Well, we're we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. The awful messaging but let's let's go through data first before we get to the messaging horror uh, that that's next uh this idea that vaccinated people can still spread the virus now i must tell you in going over everything that we've discussed on this show well i don't think i've ever gotten into that specifically i would have always assumed that a vaccinated person could still spread the virus because there's still a chance that you could get it you could be asymptomatic you wouldn't know unless you had gone through some level of of testing. So what is it that's been going on with the Delta variant that would have anybody, quote unquote, concerned or worried? Well, um, transmission has always been much more common from people with symptoms than people without. So, you know, asymptomatic transmission does occur, but it's not the principal driver. And we've got a lot of studies that show that it's less likely uh, than someone who's symptomatic. And I think that because the vaccines uh, reduce symptoms, they probably do reduce transmission, although the how much is the sort of the jury's out on that and so forth. But, uh, you know, the Delta variant is clearly a little bit more transmissible than the previous variants. Uh, the most recent UK data shows about 7.5% more transmissible, which has been enough for it to get about 80% of the, uh, you know, share of COVID in the U.S. is now uh, the Delta variant. Uh, it is not however, more virulent to the point that you were just making. In fact, it may be less so. If you look in the UK data, uh, for under age 50 unvaccinated population, it's the death rate with with uh, Delta variant is 0.03%. And with the alpha, the previous UK variant, it was 0.06. So it was actually double. But the numbers are so tiny that you don't really know. I mean, the the point is it's about the same. It's, it's, but what's it's interesting, very... I don't mean to interrupt, but like we've gone through this, if, if Alpha, which was the UK variant, was more deadly, if you will, than Delta, which is the India variant, uh, it's Dr. Fauci who was on MSNBC the other day discussing the fact that Delta is is more easily transmissible uh, than, than Alpha and leading one to believe, therefore, more deadly. Well, it almost always works the other way. Uh, viruses tend to attenuate over time. You get uh, versions that are uh, more easily transmitted but a little bit less deadly because that has an evolutionary advantage. Uh, you know, the viruses, uh, the ones that do the best are the ones that spread the most widely, and they, uh, the way you spread the most widely is you don't kill your host and you transmit as efficiently as possible. And so it's not impossible for a virus to mutate in a way that becomes more deadly, but it's very rare. It's contrary to the normal way of things. And the other thing, the other factor that's been going on with COVID in particular is when you start with a virus that is much more deadly than the typical average virus, the vast majority of mutations are going to make it less so uh, just because of sort of reversion to the mean, because now you've got a different version of the virus. It's probably going to be less deadly than the very deadly one you started with. 
And so we've got sort of those, those are kind of the factors at play. Talking to Phil Kirpin of AmericanCommitment.org. Find him at Kirpin on Twitter. Now we get to where they make the changes on the masks, where we know that the masks do not have an effect. And as we, as you just started discussing, you've now made the case for the American people that getting the vaccine is a worthless venture because it doesn't work if I still have to wear a mask. What are you hearing from, from others as you study these things and look at these things about where the, the future of getting people to get vaccinated, whether it be uh, across America or in specific groups, whether that be black Americans or Asian Americans or white Americans or, or Republicans, as they often like to talk about somehow, they're the ones who are, 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 the, are the problem. How do you get these people vaccinated if you've just told them a vaccine doesn't work? Well, I mean, I think that's a major issue because, uh, you know, the the message that they're basically sending is this is never going to end no matter what. And then they're saying the way you end it is to get vaccines. Well, those can't both be true. And so, uh, you know, I think that uh, this does create a disincentive to vaccinate. And, you know, frankly, the whole but, but this also kind of undermines their whole logic of telling people who are in a low risk category that they need to vaccinate, because if you say, you need to vaccinate so that you don't spread it to others, regardless of your own risk. And then they say, hey, but if you vaccinate, you still might spread it. Uh, it, it really is contradictory. When you see even the Washington Post say, uh, we'd like this data, the, the, the experts saying that this was the headline, CDC reversal on indoor masking prompts experts to ask, where's the data? You mentioned that the CDC is not publishing the data. Why not? And how much pressure will it take to get them to publish it? Well, I think that uh, I think they did this on a, very, on a very sparse basis in terms of data. I just don't think they have much to show. I think it's the reason that we're not seeing it. I mean, the uh, you know the the weakness of the studies they did cite, including that one from India that failed peer review, I think shows you that they were sort of grasping the straws to justify a decision that they seem to have made more for political reasons than for actual scientific reasons, and then they sort of tried to justify it. And you know, I think that if they showed us whatever data it is they're holding, it probably wouldn't hold up the scrutiny very well. Otherwise, why else wouldn't they show it? Then that leads us to why are they doing it? Because those of us on the outside looking in, and I'm not saying that any of us on any level and in any way are conspiratorial. But you got to ask yourself, why in the world would they do this? Why would they now tell people and make this change if it wasn't for some other purpose? Because it clearly seems to be, Phil, that it's not about health. Well, um, you know, there are a few possibilities. I think one is that they see that the summer wave is going to peak in the next couple of weeks and they want to do something so that they can claim credit for that. Uh, I think they think it would look bad if we have a wave rise and fall without a policy intervention. I'll sort of call into question all the policy interventions we had in previous waves, although we can certainly point to a lot of places where we've already seen that happen, including the U.K., where their current wave peaked on the day they ended all restrictions. Um so I think that might be part of it. But I, I also think that, you know, this is an administration that's in big trouble. I think that their legislative agenda is, is uh, floundering. I think that their popularity is sort of tanking. And they want to go back to sort of the wartime presidency, if you will, to the sort of the COVID crisis presidency, which uh, was much better, I think, uh, for the president's numbers. But I think, it's, I think that's more likely to backfire than to succeed because I think people have had enough of this. But I, 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 it seems to me 
more like a distraction maneuver than anything else because I, I don't see any basis in the data for what they're doing. Phil Kirpin from AmericanCommitment.org, at Kirpin on Twitter. I love it when you take the time uh, to break it down for us. Greatly appreciate it, Phil. More coming up, including weightlifting to take on the Nazis. True story. I'm Tony Katz.